Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Denmark, introducing Falun Dafa during the Lantern Festival. The Chinese Lantern Festival is celebrated on the first full moon of the new lunar year. Falun Dafa practitioners held festivities on February 5th at a cultural center in Aarhus, the second largest city in Denmark. The event attracted many locals. Some had heard about Falun Dafa at previous health expos. Others said they were interested in learning how to do the practice. Visitors were welcomed to the cultural center by the lively sound of the practitioners' waist drums. Foods traditionally enjoyed during the Lantern Festival, such as glutinous rice balls and spring rolls, were shared with event goers. Practitioners demonstrated Falun Dafa's five sets of exercises during the activity. Many of the attendees were interested in joining in. Jasper and her friend Benta drove to the event from a nearby city. Their interest was piqued after practicing the exercises and getting a glimpse of traditional Chinese culture. Both were curious about how Chinese music and medicine might be related. The healing power of music intrigued them. They expressed wanting to learn more about the essence of China's traditional culture. Another woman at the event, Adriana, said that the exercises made her feel very good and comfortable. She also mentioned feeling a strong energy field. Her daughter was sure to get a practitioner's contact information with the intention of continuing to learn the practice. Jiling Man denied legal representation, convicted for his faith in Falun Gong. A 47-year-old man named Wang Peng from Changchun City, Jiling Province, has been sentenced to one and a half years at the Wager Go Detention Center for practicing Falun Gong. The practitioner has been deprived of legal representation since the time of his arrest. Cao Hui of the Tsai Yu Street Police Station led a raid on Wong's home in July of last year. The police were searching for the man's mother, a fellow practitioner, who was eluding capture. Wong's home was ransacked, and his computers, cell phone, and Falun Gong books were confiscated. He was put in criminal detention at the Wager Go Detention Center following the raid. His family hired a lawyer who was prohibited from visiting his client at the detention center. The attorney was told that he had to secure permission from the domestic security office. Family members then hired a second lawyer. The domestic security office refused to approve that attorney's visitation request. The family called the mayor's hotline to file a complaint against the police. They were told that the Changchun City Political and Legal Affairs Committee has a policy that bans Falun Gong practitioners from being represented by lawyers. 
The Kuangchung District Court held a hearing of Wang's case at the detention center in November of 2022. His family has recently confirmed that he was sentenced to serve one and a half years in prison. Wang Peng has been practicing Falun Gong since 1996. He has experienced many positive moral and health improvements from the practice. Despite his excellent work performance at the Jilin Chemical Fiber Factory, he was fired after the persecution began. Wong refused to renounce Falun Gong. Wong has experienced continued persecution for his faith. He was arrested in January of 2001. The police at the Huadian City Police Department brutally tortured him for two days. He was arrested again in March of 2005. He endured torture by the police of the Taipei No. 1 Detention Center. In December of 2005, the Luyuan District Court sentenced Mr. Wong to a six-year term at the Shiling Prison. Some of those responsible for the injustices in Wong's current case, Judge Dong Yi Hong from the Kuangchung District Court and Tsai Yu Street Police Station's Chief Zhang Bo and Deputy Chief Sang Zhengye. Additional contact information for these perpetrators is available from Minghui. Helsinki, Finland. Falandafa practitioners raise awareness of persecution in China. International Holocaust Remembrance Day occurs on January 27th each year in solidarity with those commemorating these horrific human rights crimes, practitioners of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, gathered outside of the Chinese embassy in Helsinki to peacefully demonstrate against the Chinese Communist Party's ongoing persecution of their spiritual practice. Truth clarification activities also took place at Campy Center in Helsinki, on January 28th, Falun Gong practitioners erected a booth where they demonstrated the exercises, distributed tooth clarification flyers, and raised awareness about the ongoing brutality in China. Photos of practitioners persecuted to death were placed along the street. Many people signed the petition to help end the human rights abuses. Many of the people passing by expressed support for the peaceful practice. A woman named Jenny offered, You are doing an important thing. Thank you for your persistence. Another woman named Sophia said tearfully, This is truly saddening. A Finnish resident told practitioners, The CCP is very evil. I am empathetic towards Falun Dafa practitioners. Falun Gong is not in danger. On the contrary, the CCP is actually in danger. I am a Christian and we must obey God's will. A woman named Sana wiped tears from her face when she signed the petition to help end the persecution of Falun Dafa. She hoped that practitioners in China would remain safe and be strong. Ireland Falun Dafa principles, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, concerns the whole human race. Practitioners in Dublin, Ireland held an event to introduce Falun Dafa to the public on January 28th. 
the information was provided about the ongoing persecution of the spiritual practice. A signature drive for opposing the brutalities in China was underway. Cold temperatures and rain did not deter people's desire to hear the truth. One young woman said, Thank you for being here despite the weather and telling us about this. What you are doing is very meaningful. Many people were shocked to learn that the Chinese Communist Party was violently suppressing the peaceful group. Many said that they will share the information with friends and relatives. Christian put his signature on the petition opposing the persecution. When he heard that Falandafa teaches a person to follow the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, he said it sounds amazing and that the principles concern the whole human race. Passers-by Pratik and Christi supported practitioners' efforts to tell people about the persecution. Pratik said that he read a media report about how the CCP suppressed Falandafa practitioners. He speculated that because he grew up in a free society, it was hard to believe the extent of the brutality. He said, This is terrible. Falun Gong practitioners should not be subject to such suppression. Pratik felt that truthfulness, compassion, forbearance are connected with a human's innate nature and not limited to the culture of any country or region. Henry said that he began paying attention to the deteriorating human rights problems in China under the communist rule decades ago. While signing the petition, the man kept apologizing for not speaking out for Falun Dafa practitioners earlier. He said he will tell everyone he knows about the persecution. Henry added sagely, As a human being, we should contribute to this world to make it what it should be not simply grieve over its current state. Brian and Sarah said they went to China several times on holiday. With each successive visit to the country, they noticed progressively more stringent controls. The pair concluded that the regime is terrified of Chinese citizens thinking independently. They said that the CCP is not rational. It destroys people's morality. The couple thought that when the regime is this scared of what people think, they have already failed. Munich, Germany. Residents praise Falun Dafa. These principles should be practiced everywhere. Falun Dafa practitioners set up an information booth on Sedlinger Street in Munich, during three consecutive Saturdays, January 21st, 28th, and February 4th. Their goal was to promote Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, and expose the 23-year-long persecution of its adherents in China. State-sanctioned organ harvesting from living, illegally detained Falun Dafa practitioners in China was exposed. A petition was provided for people wanting to oppose the crimes. Undeterred by the cold, snowy weather, practitioners demonstrated the Falun Dafa exercises near their booth. The soothing music and practitioners' peaceful movements drew much attention. Many people signed the petition condemning the Chinese Communist Party's 23-year-long persecution of the spiritual practice. Computer specialist Suzanne Muller observed, 
the practitioner seemed to be surrounded by a wonderful and profound atmosphere. She signed the petition to support ending the persecution. Dr. Edgar Widman saw the banners exposing the CCP's systematic organ harvesting from living practitioners. He went to the booth and asked to add his signature to the petition. Widman said vehemently that organ harvesting should absolutely not exist. When he learned that the communist regime has persecuted practitioners in China for the past 23 years, Dr. Widman said, From the perspective of mankind, this should not have happened. Apparently, the CCP fears the practice and feels it has to suppress it. A group of middle school students signed the petition after talking to the practitioners. Sebastian had a hard time believing that people were banned from practicing truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. He said, such great principles should be practiced everywhere. Shenyan concludes Ten City Tour in Japan, a grace bestowed by divine beings. The Shenyan World Company concluded its 2023 Japan Tour on January 30th at the Achi Prefectorial Art Theater in Nagoya, Japan. This season, the Performing Arts Company presented a total of 32 performances in 10 cities across the country from December 26th to January 30th. Packed houses were common on the tour. Performances in Tokyo were sold out more than one month in advance. Japanese audience displayed a great amount of enthusiasm during Shenyan's performances, contrary to their reputation for being quite reserved. The performers were encouraged to take multiple bows on numerous occasions. Many people were eager to talk about their experience of the world-class production. Maruyama Itaru, mayor of Sakata, saw Shenyin with his wife in Kamakura on January 14th. He observed that the orchestra's music was very powerful and that it could penetrate people's souls. The mayor said that the most brilliant part of Shenyin is that the performance integrates the dynamic backdrops, dances, and live orchestra into one body. In his words, the backdrops coordinate with the dancers' movements on stage. Then the dancers dance the stories. This made the dance so entertaining and so magical. It represents great artistry. Nimoto Terunao, chairman of a health association in Kawaguchi, saw Shenyin there on January 19th. He said, Shenyin was a grace bestowed by divine beings. The gentleman shared, I didn't dare to blink, because he didn't want to miss a moment of the performance. Of the female dancers, he noticed that they coordinated seamlessly and said they are on the level of heavenly maidens. Nimoto was also impressed by the male dancers, calling them handsome and valiant as they performed dances full of energy. He declared Shenyin to be really spectacular. Takara Munihiko President of Asaki Brewery in Fukushima Prefecture attended a Shenyin performance in Yutsunomiya on January 22nd. He said Shenyin was beyond his expectations, 
He was shocked and found it magical. Takada noted that the dynamic backdrop was very well designed. He said that the performance makes you feel you're on the stage, experiencing the stories yourself. The gentleman described himself as a person of faith. He said he was very happy to see Shen Yen reviving traditional Chinese culture, in which people respected divine beings and follow moral codes. He added, It's hard to describe how grateful I am. People need these traditions. Maruyama Harufumi, a counselor of Jushu City, saw Shen Yen and Kamakura on January 13th. He expressed his gratitude and said that the experience will be a lifelong memory that he will cherish forever. Amazed by Shen Yen's soloist, he said, The soloists have extraordinary power. They have perfectly revived the bel canto. He said the deepest impression he had of Shen Yen is one of harmony. He felt the whole stage and orchestra cooperated seamlessly, and the whole show was in an atmosphere of harmony. Maruyama said, I will definitely attend Shen Yen next season. Company president Okamoto Shiguru saw Shen Yen in Nagoya, Japan on January 29th. A Buddhist, he felt Shen Yen was spiritually encouraging. He said, There's a divine nature in Shen Yen. I felt traditional Chinese culture is given by divine beings. The messages that Shen Yen presented resonated with my soul. Toronto Golf and Travel Show attendees learn about Falun Dafa. The 31st annual Toronto Golf and Travel Show was held at the International Centre on February 3rd through the 5th. The Golf Expo is the largest in Canada and the third largest in North America. Falun Dafa practitioners set up a booth at the event to introduce their practice. Poised before a backdrop of instructive Dafa posters, practitioners demonstrated the exercises. They also provided individual instruction to those wanting to try them on the spot. The books, Falun Gong and Juan Falun, were available for sale. Informational brochures were also offered to the public. Many people told practitioners, The atmosphere at your booth makes me feel at peace. Some event-goers gave practitioners a thumbs up. A constant flow of people stopped to learn the exercises. Booth visitor Shyamal supports Falun Dafa's principles. He said, I think everyone in the world should practice Falun Dafa because they will benefit from following the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, and be blessed in return. Angela said she'd learned to meditate in the past. She was drawn to the Falun Dafa booth. After listening to practitioners describe the practice, she purchased a copy of Juan Fallen. The woman shared, through chatting with practitioners, I understood why I should cultivate, so I bought this book. I hope to be someone who thinks of others through practicing cultivation and to be able to sacrifice. In particular, I need to work on improving my endurance. Catherine, a fellow event vendor, had a booth next to the practitioners. 
She watched as they demonstrated the exercises and also visited the Falandafa booth to try the exercises. Afterward, she expressed wanting to learn more. The day before, a practitioner purchased something at Catherine's booth and shared her story of recovering from cancer by practicing Falandafa. Catherine said she was touched and decided to learn Falandafa right then. She added, I live in the city and always see practitioners doing the exercises in the park next to my place. I will join them for sure and do the exercises with them. 83-year-old Prakash is a retired business owner. After learning the movements, he said, This made me feel calm and wonderful, as if I had gone to heaven. He said he believes that everyone should be kind-hearted. Friends Carol and Rosie learned the exercises at the booth. Carol, a psychologist, described herself as an active person. She said that the exercises helped her to calm down. The therapist added that she will definitely go to the Falandafa website to continue doing the exercises at home. Antonio was curious when he passed by the stall and saw three practitioners doing the exercises. He was impressed that a meditating practitioner was motionless. The elder said, I agree with truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. I believe only when you are devout can you live by these principles. I believe this is the wisdom given to us by gods. Through faith in God, we can become selfless, compassionate people. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.